You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the IGN Gamescoop podcast. I am your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. I've unhinged the mic. <laughs> Anything can happen today. We're going off the rails here. Colin Moyarty is uh. here. And Brian Altano <laughs> is also here. Uh, it's a very nice day and a very nice Friday in San Francisco. The Giants are playing right now. Yep. Right outside. The crack of the bat. The building here. They're, they're the watching. The feel of an old glove. <laughs> <laughs> the Everyone crunch did. of the peanuts. <laughs> you know, Greg and I were just talking. The, the, since there's a Giants game uh, playing here, that means there's lots of cute girls outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drunk cute girls. Yep. All wearing their Hats. Giants shirts. Yep. Hats. Yeah, funny, Greg, funny colored sunglasses. Greg was just telling me that works for him. Oh yeah, there's, there's nothing more attractive than a girl who's in like going to like a, a, a sporting event in like you know the girl clothing that and is and and like a girl a girl you want to like a girl in a baseball a, a cap. woman a woman cut shirt you know what I mean? if that makes sense what a I'm saying a woman here. cut shirt <laughs> as opposed to the other pants the, the nothing year. hotter the words they escape me I mean somebody wearing a giant shirt like you know how they make the girl jerseys now yeah, and all yeah, this yeah. other stuff stuff like that yeah, yeah there's nothing hotter than a girl in a, a giant orange shirt <laughs> That's what, no no the Giants the team it's sporting like a, apparel it's like a there's nothing hotter than a girl in sporting apparel going out to a game of any kind even the rugby I think a girl naked is hotter no but you, that's <laughs> why that's your problems that's why? why you're like how you are I don't have problems with that's sure you know. um yeah it's Friday agree just... to disagree <laughs> About ready for a weekend here. It's yeah. about time for a weekend. Uh, you're going to be playing some Prototype 2 this weekend. I am going to play some Prototype 2. you just got your review copy. I did. You were on the live stream with me. We were live streaming earlier today. Yeah, look for the archive in four weeks on IGN.com. Exactly. In exactly. four weeks. It's very, we're comically slow at putting up live streams <laughs> archived. <laughs> sure. So you'll play Prototype 2 this weekend. I'm going to uh-huh. play The Witcher 2. Oh, okay. On the Xbox 360. Uh, Brian and Colin, what are you guys going to play this weekend? Fez. Oh, yeah, Fez. Yes. Fez is out today. Yep. It's really good. Started uh, last night. That that game's on XBL and PC, not PC yet. It's a PC eventually. Yeah, mm. the game looks cool. But it, it, I think it was in the making for 360 for like five years or something. Yeah, it was a long time. That's the word. And that dude hates Japanese games. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll play. Maybe. So what? Well, can can somebody fill me in on the details of the story? I missed this when this happened, and I've just heard people say things like that since then. I don't know. So, it's something <laughs> in GDC about just this past GDC. Yeah, yeah. about what was his name? Phil Fish or whatever the guy mm-hmm. that made the game. Said something about how all Japanese games are terrible, or something, I don't know, something like that. I mean, that's not verbatim, but that's mm-hmm. what he said. Yeah, and that the the Japanese games industry is like set in the past, and that they're not evolving or anything. Okay, so, true, right? So that part's true. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think he, I think it was just the, the egregious way in which he said it, as opposed to like the content in which he was saying. Because obviously, this I don't know if Phil Fish had paid, been paying attention in the last three years of the internet, but this is not new. Uh, yeah. things for people to say. In fact, people in the own in the Japanese gaming industry say that often. So yeah. he's like our a good Japan friend set in the past. Our good friend Inafune. Yeah. 
says that. Yeah, he Up hates, at noon he alum. hates his own industry. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we just got word this week that <coughs> Skyrim is getting Kinect support on the Xbox 360. Oh, so does this Xbox on! It's going to be a free title update coming to Skyrim <laughs> later this month. Enables Kinect support. Adds in 200 different voice commands. Jesus crazy. It's a lot, right? <laughs> Who's going to be using all those? I don't know. You'll be able to use them to perform dragon shouts. Uh-huh. Sword! Hotkey equipping. Yeah, so exactly. Uh, inventory. Right. Potion. <laughs> you can yell commands to your followers. Equip dragon bones. <laughs> as well as control all the menus with your voice. Drop sword. <laughs> uh, so I played a lot of Skyrim before mm-hmm. like before Christmas, before we went to break. So obviously you're excited. Well, I mean. Uh, <laughs> this is what's going to bring Damon back in. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to get back into it. I've just, you know, I'm playing Mass Effect 3 now, and now I'm going to play Witcher 2, and then I'm sure something else is going to come out that I want to play. That, so I, I don't know that I'll actually ever get back to it. Sell cheese wheel. Yeah, <laughs> all, all. Eat. <laughs> Upgrade. Lockpick. <laughs> is, this, is this the promise of Connect being fulfilled? It's, it's almost like a five-year-old kid. He's like, on! <laughs> Ah, <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, that's just a dull David Clayton joint. Yeah, that, that was great. Okay, so I'm getting the sense that you guys aren't, aren't taking this very serious. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is where's the PlayStation Move support? Am I right, Greg? Yeah, yeah totally. That's what I, I want. The one for one <laughs> killing dragon controls. <laughs> I want a sword with the the bozo the the clown. Yeah, nose on the end glowing of it. red ball on the end of it. <laughs> Colin, did you play much Skyrim? I did. Um, I played it for maybe twenty hours. I, I mean, I I stopped playing when I when all the Basically, I had a protest for uh, for my people when uh, mm-hmm. the game stopped running on on PS3 well or whatever. And I know they I know they patched it, and other games were coming out, and I was just kind of I don't know. I was I'm Greg can tell you, I was like so excited when that game came out, and I was just like I don't know. It was it was more Moriarty mm-hmm. big talk that yeah. had nothing to back it up. Is yeah. it? I'm gonna I'm gonna this game's gonna come out, and you and Mike Mitchell won't see me. I'm gonna disappear into my room in platinum. This bro, <laughs> <laughs> and instead he's freaking out there reading political blogs, ignoring Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know. So you, weren't, you weren't too enamored with it when it finally came out. No, I mean it's cool. Like I like fantasy settings, and I actually like like the subarctic, like piney woods kind of shit. Like almost like in uh, Game of Thrones or something like that, mm-hmm. with, with the near the wall. So I mean, I like I like that, that kind of setting. But I don't know the game. It, it, it was cool. I think Fallout Three is a better game, obviously. But um, oh yeah, I agree with that. But uh, yeah, it was cool, and I'll go back. I'll go back one day and play it. But right now, I'm too I'm too enamored with Unit Thirteen on PlayStation Vita to, to play it. <laughs> so. Got it at the zipper going out of business sale. Yeah. Yeah. How about that World Gone Sour? Uh, review goes up uh, today. Nice. Uh, it's a $5 download on PSN and XBLA. It's uh, better than I thought. Based on the candy, the Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like the game is like morbid and funny. Like, I don't know. It's five bucks. I mean, you really can't go wrong. I started playing it. Like, we had code, we got codes from Capcom, so I just started playing it to see like what it was. And I was like, I pr- no one probably care about this game, but I kind of got drawn into it. I was like, this is not terrible. You know? There's so certainly my, many my, uh, games worse than this. My cousin did PR for that game, and I have no idea what their PR strategy is, aside from hiring Method Man to rap about Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, Method Man's in but, it. Yeah. Is he in the game? Yeah, there's, when you beat the game, spoilers, when you beat the game, there's a music video of him rapping there's about There's a picture of Method Sour Man Patch. when you beat the game. <laughs> there's like a whole music video of like him rapping about Sour Patch Kids at the end of the game. Spoilers. Hmm. But I yeah, I mean, she, so she approached me about a year ago and was like, Hey, we're doing the Sour Patch Kids video game. Uh, what can IGN do? And I was like, nothing. That sounds terrible. <laughs> that's, that's just I like I, I want people to understand that it doesn't work like that. But uh, yeah, I was I was like, good luck. I don't know what to tell you. Like, we're not gonna chill your candy game for babies or whatever. But and it, I guess it, it turned out to be pretty good. And it's only the price of a bag of Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's five dollars. It's good. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I, I don't even know that I would recommend it to anyone because it's it is what it is. But it's not it's not bad. Well, so, like, a, a video game based on candy, you would think is, like, a, a, a marketing tool, right? They're trying to sell more candy. Yeah. So, the que- the interesting question to me is, will this actually succeed in selling more bags of Sour Patch Kids, this know. game? I don't know. I don't, it I, makes you think about it. Next time you're at the store, you're going to think, I need some candies to sneak yeah. into the movies. You're at the Walgreens in the aisle and be like, oh, yeah, Sour Patch Kids. I remember saving them and killing them in that game. I need to, mm-hmm. I need to get me some of that. It, everybody remembers, of course, the giant upsell in 7-Up when mm-hmm. the, the Spot game came out yeah. back on the cool Genesis. Spot. Well, cool you know, spot. Yeah. Mick Kids really put McDonald's on the map. Yeah. Yeah. So. When, when Sneak King was released, Burger King became the number two hamburger yeah. joint in the country. And when it went away, Wendy's took over. Well, that was smart because you could only buy it at Burger King. Yeah. So. Yeah. People love those games, too. I I remember getting those in college. There were like four of them, right? Yeah, yeah. three or four. Yeah, and I, and I just remember. I remember they came in in cases that looked like Xbox 360 cases, but they they are not Xbox 360. Games. <laughs> They're cheeseburger wrappers. Yes, 
are. But yeah, she uh, she was like. My cousin was like, I was like, why did you make this game? And she's like, well, the other thing we represent is Swedish Fish, and you can't make a game out of that. So she does PR. <laughs> I was like, what? She does PR for the candy. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. weird that the game isn't free. That's what is weird, because it is a marketing tool, right, for so you're buying candy. You're buying a commercial why, game. Yeah, why wouldn't you give me the game for free to support the candy or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. You know what is free? What's that? Treasures of Montezuma. No, Blitz. you wrote an article saying that's not really free. Don't, don't confuse people. That's the free to play game. That's not free to play at all. You play, you lose five lives, and then you, it asks for your money. It doesn't, it doesn't even tell you more lives will regenerate later. It just asks you for money. What? Yeah, read my article on IGN PlayStation Vita. Um, you're sitting the right free here, Vita so game that the really isn't really free. Is that yeah, there's a game that like was free, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. We have absolutely nothing to play on Vita right now, so I'm going to download this game, and uh, and it's like a bejeweled clone, and it's not very good, but. Um, it doesn't say anything like in the literature beforehand. I wrote an article about like picking apart the literature and stuff that was like written beforehand. No, no it, it, like the people was like it's free to play for life. You don't have to spend any money to be competitive. All these things, but then you what's, play the game. What's the name of the game? Uh, Treasures of Montezuma Blitz. Okay. And uh, it's like you. So you play like one minute games of Bejeweled, basically, and then it cuts you off. And then after five lives, it's like you have to buy more lives for ninety nine cents. Like the whole interface doesn't make any sense. But if you put your Vita down for like I don't know an hour and then go back to it, you can play again. Like so it that's exactly <laughs> that's what uh, Triple Town is like, right? Uh, on the iPhone, really fun uh, puzzle game. And you have you only have so many moves to build your town with the free version. You only have so many moves to build your town, and then it's like well, you can buy more moves or just wait, let some time does pass. It, does it say you can wait though? Uh, maybe like the beginning. Of the, you have like every move takes away time, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you just set it down for a while, it takes like, a minute to generate one move. Um, but yeah, if you just let it go, it'll you know regenerate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't say anything anywhere. Like you would never know that you could that you didn't have to buy lives. Like it's just a totally deceitful. Don't 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 download it. Just it, it, what was surprising me is I wrote this article and I'm like I'm I'm gonna speak to the Vita gamers, all ten of you out there, and, and I'm sure. <laughs> You know, some people appreciate it, but I've gotten a lot of appreciative uh, comments and tweets that people are like, yeah, man, you're totally right. Even people on PlayStation blog, which are generally more positive, uh-huh. uh, they're like, this is bullshit. People are like <laughs> calling it like deceptive and, and <clears throat> disingenuous and all that stuff. It's a lesson for Sony to learn that they need to be a little more careful with the free-to-play shit. Well, wasn't yeah. there a, there is a Vita game on the, like, number three on the MPD list, yeah? Yeah, the show. Yeah, I thought that was impressive. It is impressive. Some people were yeah. like, the only Vita game to show up on the <laughs> top ten was the show. It was like, well, a Vita game is in the top ten. Yeah, That's exactly. Really it's, with the, it's combined with the PS3 version of the game. I mean, I don't understand why they don't separate it by ah. excuse. And, ah, yeah. okay. Uh, well, and, 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 the sh- and the show is widely considered maybe even the best sports game on, on the market. Not, it's also the, so, big, the big one they push in advertisements yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, and it's got like Vita crossplay and stuff. So, I mean, it's... A, it's a, Cool product, but uh, what I noticed is that MLB 2K12, I guess the competing product on every SKU, like Wii and PS2 and DS and all I, everything was number ten. So that game like roundly outsells it on a on the least popular console and the least popular handheld, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. tells you something about yeah. the game quality. Yeah. Baseball people want their Sims to be quality. <clears throat> Sony San Diego doesn't fuck around with that game. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Greg, you said you thought World Gone Sour should be free. Uh-huh. So like, what about like uh, a game based on a movie? Should those be free too? No. Those I, I don't think is matters. I mean, like you know, like the next Spider-Man game isn't mm-hmm. telling the story of the movie. It's just an, it's a reason to put out a Spider-Man game and let you ha- run around. But what if it is? Like, what if it was? What if it was free? No, what if it was following the story of the movie? Then even the, even then, I mean, how many hours and stuff are you getting out of it? What, I don't know. I guess it's. I guess you raise an interesting point. I, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You raise yeah, an interesting point. Die, yeah. But uh-huh. I guess the the thing here is that like <laughs> the Sour Patch Kids are a movie that's released every day. Every hour, there's Sour Patch Kids all the time. Like this Spider-Man, you know, is a franchise that's coming around once in a while, and so they make the toys and they make all this stuff. Not it's not so much as an advertising tool, but for you to be that character. You watch the movie, then you know, if you're a kid, you want to go get the toys and play out the scenes with yourself. You want to get the costume. You want to, everybody's making eyes at this. this there's stuff. a there's a Spider-Man thing released every eight seconds. <laughs> sure, like whether it's a comic book or a TV show or every a, a Spider-Man thing. Figure. Yeah, Spider-Man thing. Nobody's ever, nobody ever eats Sour Patch Kids, though, and go, man, I want to know more about the Sour Patch Kids story. I <laughs> want to go pretend to be a Sour Patch Kid. But what's cool about the game is that like, when you turn it on, it's like, right, what, the, what the fuck can this game possibly be about? And it's actually kind of clever. First of all, I think you heard the voiceover maybe a little bit. No. Or, oh, yes. I was, yeah. playing, I was playing Call of Anthony before, and he was laughing. Like, the, the voiceover was like, totally funny as hell. Like, the game's super dark. It's about, like, like the story's about like, what happens to the cabbage, or not the cabbage, the Sour Patch Kids that you, like, drop on the floor, like, fall in between the cushions. Like, they get, uh-huh. And it's about, like, how they get fucking pissed, and they turn into bosses that you fight, and stuff like that. Like, it's kinda, it's kind of like it's like kind of a funny. Well, idea. Who's the developer? I have no idea. I don't so I mean, lots of developers take on 
contract projects. Mm, they're yeah. like, they're, I have to assume they were hired by Capcom to make uh, the Sour Patch Kids game. So to their credit, they made at least they made something cool. They're yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. whatever. We're making a game based on Sour Patch Kids. Let's 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 just make it fucked up and cool. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. Their, their uncle didn't get shot at the beginning and they get bit by a spider or whatever dumb story. You think is so important. <laughs> they are different. They are different. <laughs> Spider-Man toys aren't advertising the Spider-Man movie. They're there because the, are, are, the, the toys based on the movies certainly are. They're not. That's not their sole purpose. Is the whole sole purpose is to make money in general for the Spider-Man it's, it's, franchise? It's like then couldn't you say the same thing. thing about the Sour Patch Kids game? You could, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I, I want you to know that I refuse to. And I'm choosing not to see them in the same way. That's because you're a Spider-Man fan, though. That's mm-hmm. the only reason. Yeah. I'm just saying, nobody ever is. Man, I want to. I, let's go. Uh, maybe Colin, let's add this to our fan fiction list. We're going to go write some Sour Patch Kid fan fiction. We. It's a candy. What do you want? Do games do game scoop listeners know about some of the fan fiction we've? No, we have a good one. We, you watch Mad Men, right? Yeah. All right, we have a good one brewing. You remember uh, the guy? No, the, wait a minute. I've only seen the first two seasons, so don't. Oh, sure. ruin okay. Well, I, I will dance around this. Have you seen Mad Men? Yeah. All, all right. So okay, good then. Then we'll just say at some point some British gentlemen get involved in the show. Okay. And one of them is the dad from the nanny. Remember the nanny with Fran Drescher? Yes. That dad is there. <laughs> but he's not hes not the same character, obviously, because this is in the 60s and the nanny was in the 90s. Uh-huh. So Colin and I want to work on a fan fiction <laughs> about how the British guy in Mad Men is the father of the dad in Nanny. <laughs> so we want to connect the dots between Mad Men and the so nanny. That, I watched the show Fringe, and that same character's on that show as a uh, pan-dimensional traveler. Oh, shit. So this just got real. Story redeemed This just right got real. Now I'm excited. There we go. All right. Shows are connected in stupider ways than that. Yeah, I know. You know, like perfect strangers and family matters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so speaking of shows being connected then. Yeah. uh, I I just started watching Sons of Anarchy. Yes, Uh excellent. And a cop shows up on the show. Played by an actor who played a cop on The Shield. Yes, those worlds are. So is he playing the same character? He's sort of the same kind of like so neurotic. There's, there's, there's uh, you can read about this, but there's actually crossover between those those worlds. Like there's mm-hmm. there's gangs that pop in and out of both, or have popped in and out of both shows. Mm-hmm. And I think they were created by the same person. They yeah. were, yeah. But and also though, in, later on in the part you're not, they walk in. And this is like seasons later. They walk into a room and he, one, somebody's watching the Shield on yeah. TV. Oh, so that well, kind then, of shatters. Then, it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Which cop in is from the Shield? I didn't watch the Shield. I've watched All of Sons Anarchy. The, the one that looks like Nate Ahern. No, oh, no, no. no. Uh, he's like he's like a private investigator in the very first episodes. He's he was taking photos of uh, what's his name, the main good-looking guy, Jax. having sex. Jax. Yeah, and then he showed the videos to. Yes, the, I know the exactly what we're talking about. So that ATF, guy, is a, he's he's an ATF agent. He's a cop on the Shield. All right, well, he's not an ATF. A detective. Agent. Yeah, he's a te- detective. Yeah, so he, he's I, I can, I, I, without ever having watched the Shield, but knowing that character, I will tell you hands down, it is not the same character. There's also later on. There's one of the sons that they uh, introduce in is a character from the Shield. A real so character? Yes. Like the same name and everything? No. Okay. It's weird. Okay. It doesn't. It's 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 some comic book shit, basically. But yeah, supposedly they exist in the same world. But they watch one on TV. So they, they exist in the same Sesame state. Street. The real question that I have, and I think maybe only Greg would understand this, uh, and maybe some of the listeners, is: Does Jericho and The Walking Dead take place in the same no. the same universe? Because no, no. because Hawkins from Jericho is uh, the character you only see in the first episode. Yeah, and he's of, got a different name, and there's no bombs being talked about. You don't even don't know his real stupid. name in Jericho. Don't be stupid. You don't even know his real name in Jericho. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. And there's no sad pop songs being played in the background. And there's no nuclear bombs, unfortunately. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Jer- Jericho's a show I need to watch. Yes. Jericho is yeah, a show you, you do need, to, need watch. to watch Jericho, and then you can get in on me and Colin's Halloween costume. We won't tell you about it now. We'll keep it under wraps. Yeah, our Halloween costume idea is awesome. We have, we have... We have the Alpha costume, we call it Alpha, and then we got it, Project Omega. We have two. We got two ones. One involves John Quinones. Yeah. Do you want to say, say what the other one? What sure, is sure. it like living with you guys? This is insane. Well, I'll have you know that everyone knows. I'm sure the the hit ABC show, What Would You Do, mm-hmm. where John Quinones runs out and with a camera while something fucked up just happened, and they want to know how, why you did or didn't help or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I was, that's a, that's a favorite of ours. Yeah, we DVR that. We I can't watch it without Colin. He can't watch it without me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one day I was watching a rerun. And Colin was away, and I texted him. I had a new Halloween costume idea, and what it would be would be Colin and somebody else would go to the Halloween party with all our friends, and they would go in normal clothes, uh-huh. and they would walk in, and it, like Brian would walk up and be like, "Oh man, like Colin and Damon, why didn't you guys dress up?" And then Colin would start getting all mad at Damon or whatever, like slap him around a bit, and then <laughs> when we'll see, it, we'll wait to see what you do, and then I'll run in as dressed as John wow. Quinones from What Would You Do with like somebody like Steimer with a little camera. To this, record. Is, this is so elaborate. I'll run in, anyway, 
any listeners at home, you are welcome to do that one as well. But this yeah, is, you this is incredible. Remember, deep. you got to run and go. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm John Quinones from What Would You Do? <laughs> <laughs> and then you ask why why they didn't help. But don't, the, but the Jargo costume we're gonna keep under wraps. Yeah, that, that's too good. That's too good. This is, this is a fun game, Scoop. That makes me think of uh, the you, the Kicked in the Nuts TV show on. You stand kicked guy. in the nuts. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what's the, tell us about this Capcom Sega Namco crossover that was revealed this week. Um, it's a 3DS game. It's called uh, Project Cross Zone. Uh, don't know much about it except for you would expect it's a fighting game, but it's actually a, supposed to be a strategy role playing game. Which now these are the type of games that I like. I do too. Speaking uh, of which, Disgaea Three comes out, right? Soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Look for the review next week. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't know much about it. I sent an email out to Games. Uh, our, um, I almost said the the uh, the alias, uh, the, all the editors, uh, <laughs> and uh, about the uh, about the the uh, the game, and it sounds really cool. I'm not entirely convinced it's going to come out here though. So uh, because just because of the characters they selected, and especially like Namco, uh, yeah. Well, it's just like dudes from Dot Hack and shit. I mean, there's some like it's really they, weird. Those games come out here. The Dot Hack games. They too. do. I mean, I played the first one on PS2 and, and Xenosaga and stuff like that. But those just don't have like any cachet with anyone here. Yeah. Um, but like Capcom characters certainly doing stuff. So we'll see. And 3DS yeah, is selling it's, well. So. It's always weird when I see stuff like that because then I'm like, that is like 60 percent of that is not going to make any sense to anyone in the U.S. <laughs> That's going to come here and people are going to be like, cool, it's the guy from Resident Evil, and then I don't know any of these people. But what is yeah. it, so if it's a turn-based strategy game, like is it going to play like Final Fantasy Tactics? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, is it is it necessarily going to be? Did they say it's turn-based? Oh, I, I'm not, I guess I'm not sure. I thought it was, but it, it probably will be. But I I, I don't yeah, know. They're just saying strategy RPG. Yeah, for now, and I, I mean, don't know, so I don't know what that means. Japanese strategy RPGs are by and large turn-based. Yeah, the finest Japanese strategy, turn-based strategy game, of course. Other than you know tactics and stuff, is, is of course Front Mission, and that and that is turn-based. But uh, what I liked, and I don't know if you saw it. I mean, I think we had it on the site. Um, is that the and we were talking about this on Beyond yesterday? Is the way that they marketed it? I thought was like fucking really clever before they they brought the and game they just out. Put with up the, the like abstract, yeah, like the pixel art yeah. basically, and mm-hmm. like people guess like which characters are which, which I thought was like absolutely just based on their idea. color scheme. Yeah, they were just like vertical rectangles that had uh, slices of color on them, yeah. and they're like, oh, that's a. Uh, that's Wesker. Yeah, it's canon. How all the hell that. did you do that? <laughs> and, they were, and, they, and they were right about. They were right about. They were right about almost yeah. all of them. And I thought. I thought that that was like Mega Man X and Zero and all these great characters. I thought that mm-hmm. was really brilliant. But I don't know. All these all these companies are getting together. I mean, uh, One Piece Pirate Musou is coming out, uh, or Pirate Warriors is coming out on PS3. <laughs> me, and me and Brian have yeah, been good luck with that. Pre-ordering <laughs> that one left and right. I'll tell you this about that game. I mean, that's that's a, that's a crossover between Namco Bandai and Tecmo Koei, which is a weird crossover. And that game sold eight hundred thousand copies in a week in Japan on PS3, which yeah. is fucking huge. That's like a, a crossover between Nyquil and Sleeping Pills. Yeah, <laughs> and it's coming out here on the PlayStation Network. Yeah, in twenty twelve. Apparently this game is fifty percent complete. I like that about and so in Japanese game magazines they always list like how, what percent complete the game weird? is. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's they've been doing that since as long as I can remember yeah. too. Like, uh, they, this game just, is sixty-seven yeah. percent complete. Sixty-seven percent complete, and you'll be playing Super Mario Brothers two soon. <laughs> it's an industry uh, uh, and a gaming base that you know at least grew up being obsessed with statistics. Yeah, so that makes sense to me. They're aiming for a two thousand twelve release in Japan. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows if this game will be released over here? But who's pub- I guess Capcom's publishing it. I mean, that's pretty obvious because it's called Cross Zone. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's interesting. Like all these companies just getting together. I think it's it's fascinating. That's such a like a 1990s video game title. Yeah, there are characters from Valkyria Chronicles in here, Greg. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> now you don't care about Valkyria Chronicles anymore. I Sorry. care about playing Valkyria Chronicles, not this weird ass <laughs> cross <laughs> bullshit game. Cross Force Zone. <laughs> Spring, I don't know. Get Valkyria Chronicles three already. Zone four. Over here. Not, that's not coming out here. There's no way. <laughs> not to Vita. Well, yeah, no shit. Sega's Ma- going under. By, I mean, there's the Titanic over there. Yeah, yeah. they don't, they don't have Vita. time to be translating PSP games to the yeah. PSN to they the Vita. Up with Valkyria Chronicles, I don't know why either of those games, like two and three, were, should have never been on PSP. If they wanted that game to sell outside of Japan, that is. Yeah. And just and just upscaling, but you know, Valkyria Duel was was trademarked like two weeks ago, so it looks like yeah, yeah that that news break this, broke the same day as all the layoffs and yeah. restructuring and cutting <clears> and running. Hmm. They should have patched Valkyrie Chronicles for trophies. Yes, they should have. That I just wanted to kill Jam and Earl. That's all you want? That's, That's all it. I want. Did you play the one on Xbox? Yes. Was, the, it, any good? was it any good? I didn't know. No, <laughs> no. Uh, the, the only one that was good was the first one, actually. And even the only thing interesting about that was that uh, the worlds were different. Like, it just generated random worlds every time you played it. That's that's your hip-hop roots that likes that game, I think. Yeah, I think so. There's beatboxing in the elevator, and there's a, the sound. You could, you could make beats in the sound test. 
Mm-hmm. I'm old. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Nope, Someone clearly just, don't. You can make me do the sound test. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck is he talking about? Well, that used to be cool. Some games, like, you could hear the sound effects like from the, the menu. I mm-hmm. used to love that. I wish they, I they still did that. Yeah. Just put a little code in sometimes, and then mm-hmm. it would pop yeah. up. And yeah. you would uh, just, I'd just let it rock. I'd let Castlevania 3 tunes mm-hmm. ride all night. Oh, yeah. Just go in and just play all the different Echo the Dolphin splashes. You know, <laughs> I fire up, rock those out all night. I fire up Mega Man 2, and I bring my little tape recorder up mm-hmm. to the TV and press nice. record. Yep. <laughs> record me in the music. Listen to it whenever I want, Greg. Yeah. Man, you, you, were, you were your own master. Yeah. You could do whatever you want. I remember when I, I got out of a grab bag gift of, uh, at Christmas, I got uh, Appetite for Destruction on a cassette tape. And my, wow. my friends wow. wanted me That's to... That's actually a good, oh, yeah. good, oh, yeah, yeah. good haul. My friends want... Yeah, they were all pissed because that was the one we all wanted from the mm-hmm. thing. Why we didn't all just buy Appetite for Destruction and drop <laughs> it in, I don't know why. But uh, I w- made them copies, but the only way to do it was to bring two stereos together and put it in my parents' bedroom and hit, you know, play on one and record on the wow. other and then walk away and shut the door real quietly and then give these terrible, so <laughs> terrible most bootlegs. Of your friends, in, first introduction to that album was listening to it terribly through your mother's <laughs> speaker. Wow. That's funny, man. But at least you had the high fidelity of the cassette tape. Oh, yeah, the hi-fi. It must <laughs> I, I, I couldn't imagine that because it, it would like blow people's minds to hear it like on digitally remastered CD. It's like, where? How come the, you don't hear a door slamming? You know, <laughs> slam. A cat walking by. A, a Greg's mom yells. Dirt track three. I used to methodically make mixtapes and like plan them out by like time. You know, mm-hmm. like, me so too. I, I plan out the song order and then I'm like, oh, this song's not going to fit. People don't have to do that shit anymore. I used to sit there with my my finger on the record button, like, listening to the radio, and they'd be like. We're about to announce this new Public Enemy song, and I was like, "Please just play it." And then just like forty-five minutes of you know, nobody beats the Wiz commercials. <laughs> finally, they start, the and you're like, "Yes," and you get it there. But, uh, then you'd stop it, put on a new song. Yeah, that was fun, man. I think the Wiz went out of business. By the way, they went out of business uh, when Best Buy beat the Wiz. <laughs> Somebody beat the Wiz. Yeah. I, need, I need to be reminded what the Wiz was. Uh, it's a giant electronic store. Mm. In, in the 90s that was maybe, it was just, maybe this is an east coast thing it was only in the so, tri-state yeah. area <laughs> so wait yeah so the Seinfeld thing was real yeah yeah nobody like the Wiz it was a real store and they, like so nobody beats me like nobody beats the Wiz was the name of the store yeah. so they, well, they were like making well, fun of the Wiz in Seinfeld was already from Pete and Pete was Artie actually the Wiz in the commercials for the... No, the, no, no, no. I, I think we, it was like a made-up commercial We didn't campaign. have an actual Wiz, but there was a... Who was a football player? Was it like Joe Namath or yeah, something? It was, like, yeah, it was, some was on all the commercials yeah. for it? Yeah. Yeah, but th- that was just a made-up character. But Nobody Beats the Wiz was a real electronic store. I bought like my Super Nintendo yeah. there or something. Nobody Beats the Wiz was uh, a spiritual successor to Crazy Eddie. Which was the other thing we had. Yes. Which was awesome. This there was this totally insane guy. Like this is where I bought my NES from this this yeah, yeah. crazy guy named Crazy Eddie. He had his own uh, uh, commercial line where he would just go on and he'd be like, "My prices are insane." He'd smash something and then he got he he got arrested for embezzling like millions of dollars. His, he was crazy. His brother snitched him out to the U.S. government and like it was yeah. Google Crazy Eddie. It's a good story. But he yeah, pled insanity. Got yeah, off. The, that dude is in in jail. Extra extra hard right now. Uh, okay. Sorry. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Nintendo has announced it's not going to Gamescom this year. They weren't really there last year either. I mean, well, they. I mean, they didn't have anything to show. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were there, and I we didn't cover any Nintendo stuff. No, nothing. No. They were like they had a really small presence. I think Skyward Sword was there or some something. But what I think is interesting is that so Gamescom is a public show, open to the public. And Nintendo's will be about ready to launch a new console, so that would have been an opportunity for the public to check it out. But no, Nintendo's. No, don't they just do Space World or something? They used to do Space World. Space World in a long time. I haven't done it in a long time. Bring that back. It's time. Bring back the old Space World. They're due. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we get to go back to Gamescom. You, you know, you you did the the same crew as Mm -hmm. as it were. I I would, I would, I would love Greg to come, but he doesn't like to travel. Greg doesn't like to travel. I've traveled a lot for IGN, so it's one of those things where. It's Greg your, has a show to do it's now. Your now. It's, it's your time now. It's European vacation, too. I, see, I, get, I usually go on all the fun domestic <laughs> trips, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep that trade-off. Yeah, I like was... this quote from Nintendo. <clears throat> Nintendo says, Although Gamescom is one of the most important fairs of the year for us, we've decided not to take part this year. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. They don't need to. No, they don't. They, I mean, they, they, they operate in their own industry. They don't care about what anybody else does. They, they haven't for years. And it's it's been okay for them. Yeah, they haven't uh, been hurting, really. I mean, made a few dollars, did all right. Wii U, man. Tell you what, I think that thing needs a new title. I'm hoping that's the big the, the big news of this year. It needs a new a lot of things, but <laughs> it needs a new title. That's gonna be interesting to see how that actually does. Yeah, the Wii U. Yeah, mm. it depends uh, on how much it costs. 
Three hundred bucks. That's been confirmed. It's locked in. Reggie, confirmed by Re- rumors. Reggie came out. Look. <laughs> did they did they confirm? Did no, they, they did not confirm that. That is a bullshit lie from Reggie. It seems like that's too cheap for the tablet and stuff. But the what I thought was interesting about Wii U recently was like these developers or whatever went on the record saying how powerful the Wii U was, and then a bunch of <clears throat> developers like anonymously were saying to sources like. The Wii U is like not even as powerful as the PlayStation Three or whatever, yeah. and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, it's bullshit." Someone went on the record saying that the Wii U was powerful. And I'm like, "Who the fuck would take? Who would go on the record with a Wii U dev kit before this system's even out and be like, this Nobody. shit sucks'? Yeah, you know? like everyone, everyone was like really surprised by that, and I was like, "That's really not surprising at all." Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I'm I'm disappointed that the thing's not going to be more powerful because I, I actually assume that the rumors saying it's not as powerful as the PS3 are true. So. Sucks you put off playing Batman Arkham City so you can have the definitive Wii U experience and look I at really that. Wanted that, that blew one. up in your face. Fling those batarangs on your touch screen. Yeah, yeah. And other dumb things. <laughs> 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 I have no idea what the, what's going to happen with all that. I mean, it it just it seems very backwards to me to to release a tablet based controller that doesn't have multi touch and has a, a low risk. Does it have multi touch? No. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. That's interesting. The the Wii was very successful for Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big win for them. But they they'd been struggling somewhat, you know. There are two previous consoles. People yeah, will so. not be burned again by the by like. This I'm not saying I'm, people were burned by the Wii, but like they bought I was. the Wii. They, well, well, yeah, okay. We all. I'm, I'm not saying that like people like bought the Wii. Ah, like, oh, curses! But they bought the Wii and they put it away, you know. And I don't think they're going to see the Wii U and that same person. Be like, well, the Wii U, let's buy that. But they're yeah. going to remember like I have this fucking white box with an inch and a half of dust in my closet, and this thing actually kind of looks the same, and I don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I. I I'm, I'm actually most interested to see how it does. I am I'm very interested. interested. Yeah. It'll be, yeah. Can Nintendo do it twice? Exactly. I mean, people are always saying, you know, games are losing. They have to compete to with Apple devices and stuff like that. And I don't really feel that's just, like that's true. I don't think that uh, people aren't playing PlayStation games because they're playing Angry Birds on their phone. I think they're like two very separate worlds. That you sit in front of your TV with a controller. It's it's something. But when you build a console that's tablet based like that, you're getting as close as you fucking can to. You know, directly competing with an iPad, especially if you're saying this thing's going to be 300 bucks, 400 bucks, or something like that. You're 100 bucks away from just buying an iPad. And that's, yeah. I think, what people will lean towards. Yeah, I agree. And, and to be fair, people don't play PlayStation games because they don't know they exist. Yeah. <laughs> Sony's crack marketing staff mm-hmm. <laughs> letting you know about the 20 exclusives that just came out <laughs> Tuesday. Should be a fun E3. Yeah. Yeah, I think this E3 is going to be great. Speaking of, we, we're, we just got our flights. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. registered for E3. We're all ready to go. I yeah. don't know if I'm registered. You better, uh, I tried to register, and then it said, this password and name is already in use. Then you must be registered. And so I emailed E3, and I was like, hey, guys, am I registered? And no response. So I just, registered in March, and I got an email like two days ago confirming it. Ah, so uh, okay. I'll maybe, let, you know, you might have to wait a little while. Okay, I'm also, okay. there, there, this, this is my fourth E3? Third? Okay, good. Fourth? okay old man. Whatever. Yeah. What about you? This would be my sixth. Wow. Yeah. Damon? My sixth professional okay. one. Eighth total. Wow. How so? How was it when you oh, then I guess used to fun. go for fun? fun. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but your, was, your your role at E three is pretty awesome now. Yeah, as it was last I run, year. I run the live show. Yeah. I run IGN's live show for E three, so. which is very cool. So I get to see every, all the big games come to me. Yeah, it's you have the that one of the nice, luckiest yeah. gigs. Yeah. You sit in your chair, comfortable chair, mm-hmm. and people bring games to you. Yeah, it's pretty great. And you just get to say, "Hey, what, what's what percentage of this game is done?" <laughs> yeah, please say about sixty-seven percent. Yes, it's a good gig. Uh, listener Thane Shuning has a couple. Loved his role in Mass Effect. That was his last name. I never got his last name. It was Thune, <laughs> whatever the hell it was. <laughs> He's got a couple of Steam codes he wants to give away uh, to his fellow listeners. This, uh, what, this first one is for Defense Grid: The Awakening, which is one of my absolute favorite tower defense games. This code is seven N X M E Q T W H J M nine five Z zero. That's for Defense Grid. The second code is for a game called Hack Slash Loot. I haven't heard of that one. But I get from the title, yeah. we can sort of draw you can hack a vague picture of what that game is like. That code reads 9485Q XB9FCGYXLX. Whoever gets those games, make sure you send good vibes to Thane Shooting. Speaking of sending good vibes, Damon, mm-hmm. yes, earlier this week, a GameCube listener named Dave. Approach you and me. Mm-hmm. Remember, he he needed some help. He's making a game. 
He's got his he's own got a, kick, a Kickstarter. We, we everybody knows that IGN and Up at Noon got Tim Schafer off the ground with his failing little Kickstarter. Yeah. We're going to do the same for Dave here on GameScoop. So Dave wrote in asking if we could get people to donate to his game. And I, like I said he, he he actually wrote in asking if he could advertise. Yeah, us. he wanted to buy advertisement on GameScoop. <laughs> no, we don't do that, dude. Don't worry. No no money is ever getting made off a podcast. But uh, I said do yeah, you send we'll, booze, though. we'll do the ad. I said we could do the ad for you. So the what you need to know here: game type, arcade puzzle. This is an arcade puzzle title. And then uh, here's the here's some of the text we have for the commercial. Fly Killer Elite is a multiplayer iOS game where you simultaneously squish flies and knock bad flies to the other player in the race against time. Multiplayer. It's sorting simulator meets whack-a-mole. Number one, multiplayer game using two iPhones or one iPad. Screen screen divided Pac-Man tabletop style. Flies run around rampant. Kill them or with precision lob their heads off. Kill two or more simultaneously earn (laughs) power-ups. Kill two or more to earn power-ups, i.e. horsefly of death. Use power-ups like summoning an esper to temporarily ruin... Yep. Uh, ruin players. Uh, stay, stay away from spiny flies as they are n- worth negative points. Instead, flick them onto the other player's playing field. When time's up, the player with the high score wins. Puzzle mode. Beat the timer. Stay alive by killing flies and dodging spiny flies. Stay alive long enough to reach a level boss and he'll appear. Prego rabbit fly. Rabbit fly. Is this a design document or the yeah. end? <laughs> a little right. Each boss will have specific weakness to exploit in order to complete the level. What's the name of this game? Flykillerelite.com is where you can go to get the full rundown. Mm. And that's where you can donate to the Kickstarter? Uh, I'm sure you can link off to that. He didn't give a direct link to anything here. Okay. So there you go. It's right. fast action gameplay he, he, is what we have here. Do we remember what, what his Kickstarter goal is? Do we know that offhand? Mm, scroll back here. Yeah. Did he set a goal? I just wonder what, what was he trying to get $8 million. No, I can click through here. There's a link here, I think. All right, you, you, you sort that out. I'll, I'll blur it out sort when it I get out. it. Sort it out. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Uh, listeners. <laughs> hey, listeners. Remember, you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com. His goal is $3,300. Right now, That's he's at thirteen eighty seven, so he's close. Yeah, Go help him out. Flykiller Elite on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be an iOS game, yeah? Yes. You get a code for, for submitting, for contributing? Oh, let's see. Good point. I forgot how this all you works. Get, you get a fly. He sent you to fly in like Did he a say they were the, zip, zip they were flies there. with spikes? Yeah, those are the ones you can't swipe. It sounds like Fruit Ninja with flies, but yeah. then you can flick as well. But the flick sounds like it'd be very easy to swipe and kill yourself. If you pledge a dollar or more, you get your name in the video game. What? <laughs> That's what he wrote. <laughs> pledge $5 or more, you get a free copy of the game. Only once if it's you released, pledge $5? Or more. Plus entry into the Fly Killer Elite private forum. Plus Whoa. the award above. Well, there you oh, go. man. Whoa, wait a second. I might do this one. Pledge $20 or more. You get to be the voice of a fly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can do the voiceover, one of many, for when the fly gets killed. Oh, you've, uh, got, uh, you've got to do that one. That right. sounds awesome. Voiceovers cannot have foul language. Think of the kids. Uh, Pledge $50 or more. Did somebody say fly killer backer t-shirt? Plus no a set of dead that. fly temporary tattoos <laughs> for your thumbs. Nobody said that. <laughs> temporary <laughs> tattoos for your thumbs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where does that go? <laughs> you got to shave off that part of your thumb that has the hair on you it. Should you should save the alpha. Your kill should be beyond. That's good. Just That's good. It. Yeah. Okay. I'd like be impressed that you killed a fly that knew how to speak. <laughs> yeah. Why did I do this? <laughs> they were good people. Pledge a hundred dollars or more. They're learning. Add, they'll add your name or logo in the intro screen where the flat where we flash all sorts of shameless logos. <laughs> oh, they didn't sell me on it. And then five hundred dollars or more. This is the this is the top one. The fly has to dance around on the screen, doesn't it? Why would we leave that area where he roams around on white when we can place a newspaper ad for you or your company right there? That's right. For $500, your ad will be covering the screen where the fly will be roaming plus everything above. Wow. In case of multiple backers for this pledge amount, the game background will randomly rotate on a per-play basis. What? This there, this is pretty much everything that's wrong with video games now. <laughs> <laughs> the ads. For, that, that they're, they're, people are paying money to put more ads at the, at the front of an iPhone game. Like but that's what what you need is more logos when you want to play a game for t- twenty seconds on the bus. Oh, mm-hmm. he has a picture of what the temporary tattoos would be. They put them on the, the surface of your thumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there you go. What do they look like? Well, this is the ad for <laughs> the service that's making. Oh no, hold on, no, it isn't actually. It, it says elite. It just says elite fly killer. Just it's a. It doesn't look anything like a flyer. It just says elite. I would say if the temporary tats had you on the fence, I'd say not to do that one. Yeah. 
right. And uh, if you value your company, I would say not to put an advertisement in a game where your company's going to be covered in dead flies. <laughs> Anyway, listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Cameron Tuttle did. Hello. Will, Tuttle, Will Tuttle's kids already writing in the gamescoop. <laughs> Hello, Damon, Greg, and anyone else on the podcast. That's Hello. You guys. I have an actual gaming problem. I'm 15 and I love gaming. I have my whole life, but my mom absolutely despises it. She thinks that any game that has the slightest amount of violence is horrible. It's a bad idea for me to even think about playing it. She prohibited me from buying Uncharted 2 and 3 because there are guns on the cover. Beyond. <laughs> she thinks that if I play games with guns I will be obsessed with violence I told her that I only wanted to buy the game Because it is well written, acted, graphically the best game ever And overall a masterpiece But she wouldn't hear it I wouldn't be too upset about it normally But I feel like I'm missing out on the greatest games of my generation Not playing games like Red Dead, Fallout, Bioshock, Half-Life, Uncharted, and more So my question in Games for Crew is Is it possible to turn my mom around on games and if it's not, what games can I get that aren't too violent but are still aesthetically pleasing? Journey for the second half of that question. Mm-hmm. Beautiful game. Fun to play. You have a PS3. You're all set. Yep. Uh, send your mom's phone number in. We'll call her. We'll talk to her on the air. See if yep. we can turn around. Uh, I mean, you know, you, it's, you know it's, her, it's her rule. Yeah, you're fi- so you're 15. You know, so yeah. a few more years, you've got to abide by mom's rules. Yeah. But you could, I mean, you could make an educated case for, you know, show her, show her the video reviews and stuff we have on IGN. I mean, Uncharted g- gunplay is there, but I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's not like heads explode or anything. No. Yeah, yeah, it's got plenty I mean, of stuff you're, going if, on. You're just as likely to go climb a bunch of rocks after you play that game. The, 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 sure. I mean, Become a treasure hunter. Yeah, like what's the logic that you're going to start doing everything in your game? There, so is, no lo- there is no logic to any of that stuff. That's, you could do that's what you can tell your mom. Exactly. Yeah. You could just, just start doing bad things now. Start playing with guns now. Yeah, and they, so. like, well, mom, I would have learned how to use them if, if I, you would let me if play. I would have had an outlet. I was really bad at math in school. Hated math. Donkey Kong Jr. math? No, no. I was just really bad at math. And one time my mom threatened to send me like a summer school for math, right? And I told her straight up, if you send me to summer school for math, I will just take a dive on every math test. I'll just stop putting down answers. I'm like, I will try even less than I'm currently trying at math. And we didn't really talk about it. She never crossed you. No, she didn't. No, never again. So you threatened your mom? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. there's, There's absolutely... There's, there's no evidence that playing violent video games makes you violent. And when you consider the sheer amount of people that play violent video games... We'd all be killing everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, it's like logic. It, I, frankly, like... And, and I don't mean to insult anyone, but people, people that feel the way about games don't know anything about games and don't, and, and, don't really, and don't really understand the culture of gaming and don't understand the culture, frankly, of media. Because no. I hope you're not watching R-rated movies and I hope you're not... You know, read, you know, even read The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games is about children killing other children. Yeah. It's a young adult book. Like, there, there's a time where, you, you know, you have to just do those things and enjoy those mediums. And I don't know. It's disappointing, especially because my parents were really cool about that shit when I was a Video kid. games don't make people violent. They make people tired and hungry. That's it. <laughs> uh, That's I don't, it. Just I don't, take off the headphones and go downstairs. <laughs> just take, just go to bed. Go, phone I'll it in. You. I'll phone fight in. you where you stand. Hey, we'll both get too winded before we get around the table to each other. <laughs> Yeah, my parents were always cool about that stuff when I was a kid. Of course, you know, we were, I was playing Nintendo games. They weren't that violent. Yeah. But my dad would let me watch anything. You know, today's Friday the 13th. I was, I've been watching Friday the 13th movies since I was, like, in second, yeah. second mm-hmm. grade. Like, my, I, I was able to watch R-rated movies, yeah. too. It was just one of those things they trust you. They trust me. You know, it's yeah. a sign of a maturity, right, that you can see this and not run around cursing and doing all this dumb stuff. Hmm. I knew kids that had that box that went on top of their TV that, like, locked them out of HBO oh, yeah. and sexy that's, videos on MTV. It was the saddest so, thing in the world. That's so whack. Yeah. I remember getting 311's Blue Album, and uh, one of the songs on there, track six, is Guns Are For Pussies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember showing that to my dad, and I, I, I like he's like, oh, let me see the album he had. I had, like, the little parental advisory thing, and he was like, he looked at it, and then he turned it over, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to see that. And he's like... Oh, okay, cool. And then just handed it back to you. I was in like sixth grade or something like that. I was like, well, he, they should have banned that shit for other reasons. But yeah, I had, I had a friend who went and he had to go. He went and bought like Dizzy soundtracks and stuff like that and then hid Wu Tang albums in there. Nice. It's just like, wow, man, that's brilliant. That's rough. But anyway, as far as uh, games that aren't too violent but still aesthetically pleasing, I don't know. Uh, Portal 2 is not a, oh, yeah. Yeah, a violent yeah. game and it's fantastic. Yeah. But I wonder if his mom will be wise enough to notice that the Portal gun isn't a gun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, you got a gun! It's a first-person shooter. Ah. May I recommend World Gone Sour? Yeah, <laughs> on your downloadable <laughs> service of choice. Uh, this is Imad Khan. Good name. Khan. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's nice a, work, fellas. 
we just go drink now? <laughs> yeah. It's a mod. I, uh, Fridays are, yeah, I just want to hang out on Fridays. Yeah. Live stream, record a podcast, go to toaster oven. This is going good. Drink a milkshake. Oh, yeah, you had a good milkshake. Uh, it's a mod writing in to ask you fine folks a question. Although Lollipop Chainsaw is still a few months away, what are the chances that this game, much like other Suda51 games, oh, he spelled out 5-1, sorry, Suda51 games, will drop in price drastically after its release? Unfortunately, this has been a trend with his games, and I, as a consumer, although in love with his games, I want to get the best bang for my buck. Yeah. Uh, if the know. game doesn't sell well, it'll drop in price. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it won't sell well. So there you go. I love his games, but they're fucking weird. Oh and yeah, they they don't appeal to Call of Duty players and stuff like that. So, Cena, do you think this is this one still in the same boat? A scantily clan cheerleader killing zombies with a chainsaw. Like it's like yeah, you got a hot blonde running around in a, in a cheerleader outfit. The name's terrible. though. The name is absolutely awful. Why about Chainsaw? Yeah, it's I terrible. Like it. it's terrible. I, I love I the name, but I, 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 I see, I see where you're coming from. Um, it's called the Lollipop Chainsaw. I mean, like if you're like, at, you know, you're at school and you're talking to like, you know, the football team, you're like, man, I'm playing Lollipop Chainsaw. Bro. <laughs> yeah. like, Get the fuck out of here. Do, do, <laughs> do like manly bros like really want to play a game where you play as a cheerleader though? Yeah, upskirts. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I always so, we were talking about this. I forgot who I was yeah. talking about this. Uh, given the choice, I always play as a girl in a game. Yeah, I mean, I, I played it as, as, like, a hot chick in Saints Row 3. Because yeah. I, I saw you doing the same, and I went home and made a character, and I was like, I'm just going to have a hot, hot brunette chick. Yeah, I would, that's, I, would rather look nice at, I would rather look at that than, <laughs> than a dude. <laughs> it's true. I play as the standard character in Saints Row 3, the male character. Really? Because I just feel you like You didn't that, make a character? No. No, I didn't you can, I just feel like in that game, you can do so much. You can So much customization. You can. He's running around with that purple dildo, though, doing, you know, wrecking shop with it. But, <laughs> there was a but fan on Twitter that made me in Saints Row 3, and it looks exactly like me. So if you want to play Saints Row 3 as me, go do that. What? Where were your pre-order bonus? Nothing. Nothing. No. You, get, you get nothing. Just sadness and shame. If you pre-ordered at the liquor store, get the Brian Altano skin. <laughs> <laughs> well, in mod points out... PSA, Amad points out that you can right now pre-order Lollipop Chainsaw at Toys R Us for $44.99. All right. That's pretty good. Okay. It's cheap. I will be playing that game. It looks fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I played it at what uh, PAX Prime last time around or whatever. And that was the last time I got hands-on with it. And it's, it was kind of stiff. I wanted the mm-hmm. action to be really, really fluid and really moving. And it was kind of stiff. But yeah. I like the idea and I like the aesthetic. And I like the name. You like the name? Yeah. I'll be too busy playing Resistance Burning Skies on PlayStation Vita. Yeah, okay. <laughs> your Platinum in Skyrim, your Platinum in Uncharted 3, uh-huh. all this crap coming. I still have more Platinum. Platinum in Golden Abyss. They're all raining down on you. Yeah. Uh, still have more Platinum. Still have a higher trophy level. That's I love okay. when you guys bicker. It's adorable. This is Toby Armstrong. <clears throat> he says, it's been about three years since the original release of Plants vs. Zombies. We haven't seen a proper new game from PopCap since. Do you have any word on as to what it might be in the pipeline from them? Preferably not another Bejeweled game for the moment. I'm a bit burnt out on them. No oh, news. I'd love a PVZ sequel, man. I'd yeah, I could go for that, that too. I love that game. It's, it's so a good. fantastic game. And it's true, it has been a long time since, since PopCap brought out a new game. It used to be back in the day, they used to put out stuff a lot more often, and mm-hmm. then they, but they weren't all hits. It's like, for every five games they put out, there'd be like a Bejeweled. But then they put out Chuzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Chuzzle. Like, there was, they had a game called Venice. And it's like, you don't remember that game because it wasn't that great. Uh, yeah, but it was like when they started with Peggle and then uh, Plants vs. Zombies, it was like, they were really taking their time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to think, like, those are some of the best games you know, ever made, uh, you, you, those games don't come, al- come along that often, you know? I'm just surprised they haven't iterated on Plants vs. Zombies specifically. It was just a sequel. Yeah. Know, yeah. Like well, it's every really- six months it's on another platform, so, I mean, they're exactly. just rolling in money. Yeah. I'm, that's one of those games where I look at it and I'm like, how do you make a better game? How do you make Plants vs. Zombies 2? I, mean, I just want more, sta- per- I just want more stages, more plants, more zombie types. I mean, I, I, it could be the same fucking thing, just, mm-hmm. like, more diversity or whatever, I think. I don't know. I, will, I absolutely adore that game. It's really good. Uh, Kevin Garaventa I just read Mitch's review and watched the video review of Fez has me really excited for the game but there is one problem I only own a Playstation 3 I don't really like to play games on my laptop is there any chance Fez could eventually be released on the PSN sure there's a chance that could happen yeah. I mean it'll be, it'll be forever it's the same kind of thing with like Limbo right where Limbo yeah it took Limbo, a year yeah it came over and god Castle Crashers took forever like, I don't want to talk game, about that <laughs> these games can cross over but <laughs> If you're in a hurry to play it, play it in your uh, PC. They might be in a hurry because everything sells really well on the PSN, so there's a lot of money to be made. I'm sure they can uh, look at the PSN, man, and there's $350 waiting for us if we can just get it over there. (laughs) (laughs) How how cheap are 360s now? 
Like, just go buy one. One You play video games, right? Just get all the systems. Doesn't uh, hurt. I guess the one one uh, hope here is that uh, the the Fez guy is is really tight with the Trapdoor guys that made Warp, mm, and Warp mm. came out on PSN not too long after. Yeah. But then those, those games are they're kind of like jointly developed by those two guys. So. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Thomas Hurst says, oh. "I just you know him. I know the Hurst company. I just happened to be thinking about my old Sega Mega Drive. So he's, this is a British mm. or a, a European listener. Some of the games I played on it, and I got to thinking. I enjoyed games like Mercs and Chaos Engine, which are both." For lack of a better term, top-down shooters. Man, I loved Mercs. You guys play Mercs? Uh-huh. Capcom game. Uh, sort of a spiritual had good successor boxing. to uh, uh, Commando. Yes. You know the type. Running gun through different stages, collecting increasingly powerful guns. They're a lot of fun. This said, when I tried to think of modern top-down shooters, I couldn't think of any. Maybe I'm missing the obvious, or maybe this is a genre that has died out in the age of first-person shooters. Either way, I'd like to know if there are any good ones out there. Ghostbusters Sanctum was slime. That popped in my head too, oddly. That's the, weird. The absolute best is Dead Nation that I can think mm, of mm, of this yeah. generation. Dead Nation that was is an really excellent. Good one. And then uh, Renegade Ops is also really fun. Yeah, yeah I haven't, Renegade I haven't, Ops, even, yeah. I haven't even started it's yet. Good. That's I just, good. I do like it. Very good. Um, Those are the guys that made Just Cause 2. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I know it's not exactly the same, but what about the uh, best Contra Sam Claiborne ever played that wasn't called Contra? Yeah, so uh, it's. It's a uh, hardcore, yes, but, uh, uprising, hardcore uprising. Not a and, I know it's, and I know it's not the same thing, but it is, you know, mm-hmm. running through level shooting shit. Yeah, sure. uh, t- and there's also remember Wolf of the Battlefield. No, that one wasn't good. I know, I know. <laughs> Dead, uh, but uh, honestly, God, Dead Nation is like one of the, the best games on PlayStation Network. So I would, uh, I would go get that one. House Mark, bro, good developer. They're breaking your heart, moving to an uh, iPad. Yep. Next game is the iPad. Game. Sony should have wrapped them up, <laughs> put a ring on it. <clears throat> Well, uh, uh, think about the games they made. I mean, just seriously. Super. Oh, I'm not. I'm not no, no, I'm them just saying. Like they, like they must have tried because I mean, Super Stardust and Dead Nation are probably actually the two best-selling games on PlayStation Network. So they must have. Uh, Why did they do tried. more with Vita? They've got uh, Super Stardust on Vita. Why not? Why yeah, they, they do did more? Delta. I was supposed to do an interview with them, and then it, it fell through. I don't know. I was going to ask them all sorts of things. You'd play Dead Nation on Vita, wouldn't you? Uh, oh yeah, I would play another Dead Nation on PS3, and it was a, it was Dead Nation was free when PSN went down, so like a lot of people have it, and I think that'll probably sell. But. This is Sean. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I had a thought while listening to some back episodes. Maybe Halo 4 isn't going to have a public beta. Holy because, shit. So we, we know that they're not having a public beta. He's saying maybe it's because it's being developed as a launch title for the next-gen Xbox. Maybe they know that Microsoft is going to announce it at E3 and have it on shelves this November. What do you guys think? A resounding no? Yeah, no. no, no. We, we've already seen screens of it running on a 360. No, it was very the screenshots just a, like a picture of the TV and then the 360 <laughs> and the halo on it. Like it can't be on anything else. There's a kid holding a 360 controller and then he's got a newspaper with the data on it. <laughs> yeah, no, the next Xbox is not coming out this year. Sorry, sorry. The this old is, one's still selling really well. So marketing and everything else, you, gotta, you gotta get the word out. I mean, imagine how many people would be pissed off with their pre-orders if all of a sudden their pre-orders switched over to the new system yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> That'll be four hundred and sixty dollars, sir. It's crazy though. I was thinking about it. it came out, uh, Xbox came out in two thousand five, so it's going to be eight years on the market by the time the new Xbox comes out, mm. which is pretty intense. And that's a good amount of time to yeah. You're going like this, you're spreading it out. I like that. Nobody there's can no see ne- what Colin's doing. No, but. no. There's no need for new consoles right now. In fact, I'd be totally happy if PS4 didn't come out for like three years. Probably won't anyway. Probably never come out. We'll just, just hang it up. <laughs> Play that Wii U. Bring the this PSN fall. app over to Xbox, and they'll be done. For a true next-gen experience. <laughs> this is Jamie. I just moved back to San Francisco. I live around the corner from the IGN offices. What? I wonder what I should check out in the neighborhood. Well, do you li- maybe, he li- maybe he or she lives in uh, Andrew Goldfarb's building. Maybe. Uh, yeah, check out Andrew Goldfarb's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you eat at R- R&J Market <laughs> on Brandon, you're probably eating with Andrew Goldfarb. Lots of good restaurants around so here. So we, we go to Victor's for yep. burritos. Uh-huh. We walk up second to Toaster Oven for toasted sandwiches. You pass Lee's Deli, and you should go to Lee's Deli and get the Chinese food buffet. Colin always goes to McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. I can't eat there anymore, though. The, the, the place I've been eating now is uh, they have the, the San Francisco soup place across mm-hmm. from Toaster Oven, which is okay. I went to Chat Cafe, which is Indian. I think that's on, on that's good. third. That's good. Good for Street. Yeah. Uh, a little skillet. A little skillet. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Excellent fried chicken. HRD Deli. Yeah. Oh, HRD. Good food there. Pachise Hayes Valley delivers here. So mm-hmm. order from Pachise. So does Escape from New York, which is better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Escape from New York is probably better. The, 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 <laughs> wow, you guys are just full of shit and stupid. Not really. Yep. Uh, Paragon's pretty good. It's expensive. Paragon's a nice, it's like a nice sit down restaurant. Yeah. Uh, good people go to cheese. Pete's occasionally. 
pizza. When we go drinking, we go to pizza a lot, a little too much. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'd, I'd agree. With but that. Yeah. pizza, the good thing, it's it's cheap and it's it's big. There's lots of space there. Yeah, you, you can always get a table. And decent bar food. You know, yeah, decent. You get, get wings and a burger. But then the next, right next to the office, there's 21st Amendment and Nova, mm-hmm. and uh, those are those are those are good restaurant bars. If there's you, that grilled cheese place. People like that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the grilled cheese place a lot. There's that okay Mexican place in South Park. No, nah, I don't go there. Go to go to Victor's. Yeah, uh, there's if you want uh, there's Hennessy's if you want a rubber glove in your <laughs> sandwich. Uh... <laughs> Hennessy's is terrible. <laughs> that, I don't like Hennessy's. No, no, no one I, does. I don't either. Any place where you give them a card that says exactly what you want in your sandwich, and they still manage to fuck it up every time. What well, rubbed me the wrong gets, way about that place? Gets bad Yelp reviews from me. Is I, I try. I was in a rush. It was GDC last year, so like, I think the last time I ate there, and I went to get a sandwich, and the dude was like, the, the owner, the older gentleman, uh, was sitting at the counter. I'm like, I ordered my sandwich. I'm like, can I pay for it now? Here's what I got, and he's like, no, you can't pay for it yet. And I'm like, I, I really need to go. Like, this is what I got. I'm not, you know. And he's like, not going to make you get out of here any faster. And then just like went back and read his newspaper. Uh, I, I would have like, left. I would have just been yeah, like, fuck yeah. yeah. Shove the sandwich up your ass, old man. <laughs> then you knock all the garbanzo beans off. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you guys something. This morning I went into a 7-Eleven and bought coffee and cigarettes. And then I walked out and realized that I wasn't charged for the coffee. Mm-hmm. And I was like two blocks down the street. What mm-hmm. do you do? Oh, I just keep walking. You just yeah, walk no, out, that's, right? no, that's, walk that's what I figured. I mean, like, like life will rob you constantly. So if you can steal something back every now and then, go for it. Well, did you steal it or did they just not well, I Well, I just – it was like space cadet. had my headphones on just – Give him my credit card and walked out. Looked at the receipt. And I was like, "Oh, he didn't notice I had a giant coffee." It's an honest mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I just be bad at his job. I just wouldn't sweat it. Cool. Uh, this is Peter Stein. My first console was a PlayStation Three. Oh my gosh! Which I purchased in two thousand eight. How young is Peter Stein? I wonder. <laughs> On the show, y'all often make references which are totally over my head to older games, console studios, people, etc. My question to you is this: How can I, as a teenage gamer, Educate myself and reach your level of knowledge. Time travel. Are there any sources that I can consult which will make me a gaming sage yeah, like you, gotta, you guys? You got to read, man. Yeah, yeah. Read some book. You start with uh, the book Game Over. Yes, it's a great, great read. Book. Great book. Jump, it's about jump right into that. Yeah, and uh, it, you'll just learn a lot about how the sausage is made. Basically, um, I don't know if you want to go back and read old video game magazines. That seems kind of like kind you of could re- kind Wikipedia. Of awesome. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. one of those things. Great. Think about how many times the titles we talk about or systems we talk about come up, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, you could go back and read the Wikipedia pages for the big things that we talk about and get a grasp of it. You can buy collections like the Sega Genesis collection. Those yeah, are really rent good. Those the Sega Genesis collection is actually awesome. Yeah, yeah. Read, and, uh, read stuff like you know greatest games of all time lists and stuff like that. I'm sure IGN's done a few. Yeah, how, yeah. yeah we have the top 100 <laughs> games of all time. Go yeah. Google that and look at it and figure yeah. it out. And we like we'll help you out. Whenever we can, like this week, I put up a quick history of Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Go watch that video. It goes, Definitely uh, did. It's awesome. Know, with the, uh, a new Double Dragon game was, was just announced, so we just take a look back at uh, all the. Yeah, Double you're Dragon lucky. I mean, you have you have YouTube now, and you have IGN, and you have Wikipedia. Yeah, anything you want to find. You we had like have. the we had like recess and like talking about games and and uh, trading games on the you know in class and yeah. reading Nintendo Power. Although I, I I do think though that much of our experience is irreplaceable in the sense that we played those games. So yeah. I think that going back and playing those games, as they suggested for the, in the collections, is cool too. But Greg's idea to, to go to Wikipedia, I think, is awesome. Because my favorite game to play on Wikipedia all the time is to like go to a Wikipedia page. I'm usually reading about like history or something. And then I just right-click, open a new tab, like everything that I'm interested mm-hmm. in. And if you do that, if you like just go to like the NES wiki, and then you just start opening new tabs as you see like Mario Brothers... Capcom, what is you know, Mario? Super Nintendo, all these things, and then like, and then before you know it, you're reading all of this great yeah, stuff. You, you fall down a wiki well, basically. There's just like 50 tabs open, but I think it's really cool that he's doing this. I, I I've, I've always worried that like, if I have a kid, he starts gaming, he's not going to care about anything that came before Grand Theft Auto Eight or whenever I accidentally have a kid. If I ever have children, they're starting early and, and they're going to learn their history before they go public. Yeah. I've talked about this before. <laughs> Are you going to make them ride a horse to school too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Cars weren't invented yet. <clears throat> this is Blake Emmerich. I'm 14. I'm dating a girl I really like. When is it okay to say I love you or whatever? Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never. Not when you're 14. Yeah. Don't yeah. You, that's not something you comprehend yet, and I'm sorry. I'm sh- yeah. So Blake, I, I'm sure that you you really you care about this girl mm-hmm. very much. For you very you feel very strongly about her. Uh, I, but. Uh, whether you believe us or not, we can guarantee you that you will, you are not in love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't. And even even when you think, you know, even when you're older and you think, I, I, I've been in love with like three girls in my life. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like a permanent thing all the time. And and 
I think you'll probably want to hold that until at least college, and then you'll make a mistake there, and then you'll graduate college, and then you'll. I love that you're looking at me and nodding. Like, yeah. 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 You'll, then, when we when think of mistakes, mistakes? We, when we think of mistakes, <laughs> we look at Brian Altano. Yeah, yeah. And you, you love, you love pizza, and uh, I love wings. Actually, everybody, yeah. everybody knows my first favorite food is wings. My second's pizza. The third is bagels. The fourth is broccoli. Bagels? The fifth is sushi. Everyone knows this. Wow. I Thanks for being a GameCube fan. I didn't know you were a sushi. Show over. Um. And when is it okay to say I love you? Well, it's, it's when you when you feel it when you feel it, and, yeah. and you'll know when you do. Mm-hmm. And understand it's a big it's a it's a gambit. I've I've never been in a relationship where I said I love you first. So, really? Yeah. It's always been like a mutual like nod. I love you, and it's like I love you too. And I've been <laughs> feeling it, but yeah. Thank you for saying it first. Yeah. I've never not had somebody say it back to me. I think that would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> big old matzo ball. Like, I, I love wish you wouldn't like, have said that. Yep. <laughs> I know. Or just like, silence. <laughs> you get Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine how Leia felt? Right? Yeah, like, he looks like Boba Fett's going to take him away in carbonate. You're probably never going to see him again. You're trying to, like, let him know, like, how you feel. You're going to be left the rest of your life, probably going to live another 40, 50 years. And, and yeah. you're going to think back at the time on Bespin when you were, when you told, when you told Tom that you loved him. And he was like, he's a dick about it. He's like, I know. No, really... he's not a dick about it. That's one of the coolest lines ever, man. That's such a great line. It, it is a great two line, of course, but it's just funny. I always think about it. I'm like, poor Leia. Was that, that, that was not in the script? No, that wasn't in the script. No, anything great. good that happened in Star Wars films was not in the script. <laughs> You see, there was a, a, a photo circulating this week of from the set of Return of the Jedi, Princess Leia in her slave, you know, uh, in her slave outfit. She's like sunbathing, like in between shots, and her stunt double is right next to her, wearing that same outfit, and they're just like sunbathing, waiting for their next shot. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's really cool. I need to see that. Yeah. That is all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, dear listeners. I leave you. With a cut off the new Bass Nectar album. This is called Ping Pong. My name is Damon, this is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.